A reading from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. An excerpt from Spiritual Formation, Following the Movements of the Spirit, by Henry Nouwen. The world says, if you are not making good use of your time, you are useless. Jesus says, come spend some useless time with me. If we think about prayer in terms of its usefulness to us, what prayer will do for us, what spiritual benefits we will gain, what insights we will gain, what divine presence we may feel, God cannot easily speak to us. But if we can detach ourselves from the idea of the usefulness of prayer and the results of prayer, we become free to waste a precious hour with God in prayer. Gradually, we may find our useless time will transform us and everything around us will be different. The Word of God for the people of God. First of all, I need to tell you that I've always had a hard time with prayer. Oh, I would dash off a quick thank you, God, when something good happened. I prayed for safe travels for friends and loved ones. I prayed when someone was in bad health or a risky situation. But a piece of me always wondered what the point was. If God is all-powerful and all-knowing and in command of the world, doesn't God already know these things? Does God even hear my little prayers, let alone act on them? On the other hand, if God doesn't really have a guiding hand in anything, how does praying help? Before coming to LOUCC, I was attending a different church. The pastor was having a series where the parishioners were delivering the sermons. One Sunday, I heard a man talk about the power of prayer. He believed that the thing that would serve his family best was a blue pickup truck. And he had been praying for a blue pickup truck for a long time. He had had pickup trucks in the past. He had had blue cars in the past. But he'd never had a blue pickup truck. And now it looked like it was finally going to happen. He was going to get a blue pickup truck. Hallelujah for the power of prayer. That was the last time I attended that church. Not long after that, I read a book called Cold Sassy Tree. It's narrated by a 12-year-old boy, and at the end, he struggles with prayer too. He comes to the conclusion that instead of praying for specific things, it's better to pray for things like courage in a bad situation or wisdom to make the right decision. This made a whole lot more sense to me than praying for a blue pickup truck. I know that Jenny has said that prayer is really just a way to be in communication with God and to try to listen to God. This also made sense to me, but I never really acted on it. I mostly continued with my short, thank you God, and please God prayers. A year ago, last spring, when Kathy asked me to be moderator-elect, my instinct was to say no. I work full-time, I don't see myself in a leadership role at church, and I'm not good at prayer. However, I told her I'd think about it. I've never used the pro and con columns to decide things. I can list the pros and the cons, but then you have to weigh them out. Is working from home better than going into the office? Well, the commute is better, but I miss my big double monitors. 
Which one of those is more important? Depends on the day, I suppose. Usually when I need to make a decision, I pretend I've decided one way, and I spend the day acting as if that's true. That night, I think about how that felt. The next day, I spend as though I made the opposite decision, and that night, I think about that how, how that felt and compare the two. That's usually worked pretty well for me, but for some reason, that really didn't work here. So I thought back to what Jenny said about prayer being a way to communicate with God. One night, I decided to take a break and just sit quietly and have a conversation with God about what was on my mind. I continued that practice for several days. Now, I will not tell you that God spoke back to me, because that has not happened. But I did speak to God in a more genuine way than I think I ever have before. And I continued these talks until I finally told Kathy yes. In fact, I still continue to have these nightly conversations. I try to start by telling God one thing I am especially grateful for that day. I tell God what I'm thinking about, what I'm worried about, problems that people I care about are having. I tell God of my hopes and my joys. I thank God for all the good things, but I rarely ask for anything other than things like patience or healing or wisdom for myself or others. I feel like I'm developing a new and deeper relationship with God because of these nightly talks. I want to say that I have more control over my life, but I don't think that's quite right. Maybe I just feel a little more grounded and a little more confident in what I'm doing. I definitely feel more hopeful, but it's been a tough year, and that could come from a lot of places. I do know that I plan to keep having my conversations, and I look forward to where this is going. Who knows? Maybe one of these nights, God will talk to me.